You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skulk Lowe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. Something's happening, Skulk. I can just sense that something is happening. There's been a little bit of toing and froing, but I'm getting the feeling that all the euphoria of the last two months is starting, people are starting to say, or the informed investors are starting to say to themselves, wait a second, something's not quite right. And if you read Ambrose Evans Pritchard's article in The Telegraph um, of the last uh, 24 hours, I think you'll see why. But anyway, what's your opinion? Yeah, I think it's um, we, we've had a lovely time. I'm looking at a few graphs this morning. Um, you know, yeah, specifically you know, your your Nasdaq relative to the the S and P 500, S and P 500, you know, relative against the MSCI or country world. Let's call it world index. Um, and and let's not beat around the bush. This this recovery has been been intense and it and it's been been very sharp. And and I think what we're seeing now is 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 the realization of Yes, COVID. You know, we, we're seeing a gradual, you know, recovery in terms of COVID cases. We've even heard, you know, over the past forty-eight hours that they, 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 they uh, you know, certain drugs that they're testing is now having a hundred percent success rate in terms of you know, building antibodies in certain people. Yes, still just test phases, but you know, all these COVID nineteen news are slowly but surely becoming a little bit more positive. Yes, it's flaring up in certain certain areas. Certain areas still worry, but but you can see, you know, firstly, you know, OPEC. Uh, they announced and said they they they're going to start opening up the taps. You know they 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 closed the taps while while you know, all these tankers were sitting pretty much 110 percent full. They're now starting to slowly get you know, opening up the taps. And and I think you know what we're seeing here is is we're seeing the actual results. You know the actual you know, economic growth you know coming through from China, not looking too bad. But then people realize, but it's actually still bad. Uh, yes. we, we still realize that the the, the uncomfortable you know, relationship between the U.S. and, and China, it's still there. And, and then to a certain extent, is now sort of slowly but surely intensifying. So, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would totally agree with you. And, and then just add to, to sort of the, this, this injury, you know, Twitter, you know, last night, you know, after hours came out and said, well, you know, some of the you know, very prominent political figures, I'd love to see who that were, but anyway, you know, very mm-hmm. prominent political figures, they, 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 their Twitter accounts were hacked. So um, that's just, uh, I, I think, um, Lindsay, you would most probably want to prefer that it was, was Facebook, I know, uh, and not, not Twitter net, net, naturally. But that's, I think just, it's just all these little things. And, 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 yeah, I think this is why we're seeing a bit of a breather. Last night, the, the U.S. did turn around. And uh, we, we saw, you know, a sharp drop in this morning again, or, or pullback after hours. You know, we, we He's looking at the futures this morning. It has the futures that's down 1%. Uh, S&P 500 futures that is down, you know, let's call it 60, 70 basis points. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, what, 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 what things look like later, later this afternoon. Yes, exactly. Before we get on to the markets, Skulk, uh, you put out a tweet this morning about the hospitality industry and the number of jobs that are, are being lost because of the latest lockdown in South Africa. And you seem quite passionate about it. Yeah, it's, I've got a lot of friends, a lot of friends in the, in, in the, the hospitality industry, the, the restaurant industry, and yeah, it's it's 
it's it's not not aimed against government. I think there's it's it's just I think sad in general that that so many people are are losing their livelihoods, people losing their jobs. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's and when you look at those those pictures, um, it is it's it's really you know. This is people. This is they, they. They actually, and I want to encourage people go and look at these beautiful photos of restauranteurs, um, uh, uh, waiters, waitresses, cooks, people as chefs, people that standing there with pictures, you know, saying this is how many people lost their jobs in this restaurant, and this is how many people these people are supporting. Um, that was very very sad. I think it's, a, it's a, what was actually. Quite, quite interesting was most of these pictures included um, that the non-support in inverted commas from Santam. So I think that in general is is, is not a not a positive positive thing for, for Santam. It's uh, yeah, it's it's just sad sad in general. It's against the spirit of the coronavirus. One thing that the current pandemic has engendered is a sense of community and a sense of spirit and people actually doing things above and beyond the call of duty. But if you're saying that certain insurance are not paying out, that's bad form in my eyes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, <laughs> it, it's funny how the, how the politics and, and the insurance side work as well, because, because we've seen, you know, you know lately that, that some insurance companies, you know, our insurance, you know, they verbally came out and said that, that they will... They will support certain certain payouts um, and and you know Santa Matric. but it's always you know interesting to go and delve into those 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 books and and, and see you know, how many you know, how many uh, let's call it payouts or insurance is, is actually made out of you know little petty car crashes and those type of things. Not that I'm going to call it petty, but yes. and, and these type of job losses that which which Santam is a lot more exposed exposed to. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I don't want to delve too deep into it. It's just no. I, I think we the realization now of of you know the, the the effect, the physical effect. Now putting a face to 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 that to that job loss. That is, I think that is... Yeah, humanising what what we talk about every single day. We say, well, the unemployment rate is this and the PMI is that and the CPI is that. Uh, But when you Mm. put a human face to it, it becomes all the more impactful. Yeah, and and remember, we, 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 you know, every year we boast ourselves, you know, kept on being the number one holiday destination. I think that was two years in a row that we... I mean, South Africa, this time of the year, you know, the, the, the Kruger National Park as full full of tourists this you know come summer you know cape town that is full of tourists and 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 it's it's restaurants hospitality industry it's the hotel industry this is this this is really really very bad for for south africa and and i i I totally understand that the extent you know of the COVID 19 pandemic but but we need to open this up you know soon and when I say soon, it's like yesterday. Okay, so you are someone that says that you should put the economy and the people's livelihoods over their health. Is that what you're saying, Skunk? No, not at all. Not not at all. I mean, I think um, the figures currently you know, are showing that we've we've managed this very well, you know, to date. Yes, we've 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 now you know lately seen a a, a spike. Um, but but this was expected when we look at the the the, the, it's called, it's the projections that was made around about March April ish, um, and and you know we always knew that we're going to see the the the, the let's call it the, the biggest spike or, or the, 
around about the August levels, August August period, and and now we're seeing that. But but still, you know, when we look at the figures, you know, compared to what was originally projected, I think it's um it's 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 looking you know fairly good. But let's see. I mean, uh, we, we like we started off this conversation that um, there's there's murmurs around that there's 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 certain uh, antibodies that's been built, um, certain drugs has been tested, and and hopefully we can get some good news soon. Let's hope so. And just uh, back on the um, insurance story, and I don't want to target any particular company. I think there's one company that has uh, an umbrella or used to have an an umbrella as part of its advertising and marketing campaigns. But I tend to find that uh, financial services companies, in certain cases, when it's raining, they withdraw the umbrella. And they only give the umbrella when when it's sunny and when you don't really need it. But anyway, Skulk, uh, let's have a look at what's happened on the Stock Exchange News Service this morning because there was a trading update from from Richemont. How's that mm. doing? Well, you, you know, it was it, it went good. I mean, when you look at results, you know, when they say you know, sales and for the first quarter declined forty seven percent, and you know, when you look at those type of figures, it's it's bad. And and we can see the reaction this morning. Um, in a coming, you know, from Richmond, we're looking at a share price that's currently down 4.6%. Also, just, just take into consideration, this is a company that's that's held up pretty strongly. I mean, this is a company that pretty much started the year around about, if I, can, if I remember correctly, around about the 110 rand levels. And, and yes, and it was still trading around about the 110 rand levels. Mm. I'm actually bringing up the, the chart now while we, while we speak. So, so we, we actually went into this year at um, to be exact, uh, at 109 rand 50, <laughs> and and yesterday's close, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, you know above that. So so this is a company that's that's held up very strongly, and I think thanks, you know, towards you know the the, the, the Swiss market as well. Remember, they they primarily listing is in Switzerland, and um, yeah. when we look at the top performing countries year to date, I think only three com- countries year to date were still positive by the end of last week. Um, U.S. naturally were one of them, and, and Swiss, Switzerland were one of them as well. So that did help you know, uh, um, Richmond to a certain extent because the, naturally the, the Swiss franc was, was also very, very strong, which also you know, helped uh, Richmond state in positive territory in RAND terms. Okay, so to get a few positives, I think, you know, firstly, Richmond, you know, when we look at that net, net cash, cash position, you know, as, you know, 30 June 2020, they're sitting just shy of 8 billion euros in, in cash. So that is... Uh, it's, it's a lot it's of a cash. Very, yeah, it's a, we, we talked about the strong balance sheets yesterday. So this will typically be one of those companies that's got a very, very strong balance sheet. And the other positive, which I actually... Uh, Thought were, were quite 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 positive was was they, they remember they, they they focused a lot over the last three years to to break into the Chinese market, and um, they they did say that you know the twenty nine percent sales decrease across the regions reflected declines across all markets with the exception of China, which delivered triple digit online sales growth and very strong domestic retail sales. So that. I think it's a very positive because this was and, and still is to a certain extent Richmond's you know main focus is to break into that that Chinese market, and I think this this, this is a positive. So yes, we we be seeing a, a bit of negativity, and 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 I would I would definitely be putting this this share on my radar mm. as one of these companies. If we see, if we see further declines, um, strong balance sheet, 
they are they are still sticking to their course, and and, and clearly they 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 had some successes. So I would definitely still be be buying this company if it dips down to hundred or even below hundred grand levels. Do you wear a watch? Yes. What sort of watch? <laughs> so yes, I've I've got I've I've got a, a you know let's call it old school type of watch, but but lately I must must admit I. I'm, uh, I am wearing the digital. When you say old school, do you mean cheap? No, no, no. I've, I've, I've got a, I've got a. Let's call it the bling type of watch. Um, uh, not, not excessive. Not breaking. Come on, tell bling. us. T- tell us. I mean, open up here. I'm just. It, this is a sort no, of a anecdotal. It's a, it's a, it's a tag. It's, a, it's, it's a tag. Okay, um, very good. It's it's a it's a gift for, for you know for my wife uh, for, for from for one of our. Um, anniversary so yeah very special watch you know, mm. to me um then uh, yeah then I've, I've got an apple watch so so lately i've been wearing the apple watch a lot more um so yeah that is i think and i think that's what you're alluding to i think you, you're saying that 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 is that is still the the biggest threat you know towards a wish want yeah, what I'm saying is, what is the appetite now for for luxury goods during uh, during the COVID crisis? I, I, I don't know. The, the Chinese market opening up again. Maybe people people come out and say we've been through such a terrible time. Maybe we should reward ourselves with something uh, that's a luxury, a luxury good, for example, like a watch. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know, clearly the figures are telling us when we look at you know, the Chinese market delivering triple, triple digit you know, growth. And, and yes, we know it's a, it's a market that, that's fairly new for them. So it's easy to, to deliver triple digit. But, but clearly there is still, still demand. Uh, when we look at the, let's, let's call it the, uh, the commodity prices or let's call it luxury commodity prices, gold price over $1,800. Uh, you look at your Palladium's platinum, and that, which which is not really that focused on the on the uh, jewellery market, but that is clearly telling us there's there's definitely some demand, not not only from the fear factor uh, regard, but also from a, from a, let's call it demand in terms of watches and jewels, jewellery, and those mm. type of things. They'll always be. There will always be. I know. There'll always be people that want to have something on their wrist that says something about them or they think that it says something about them. Anyway, dollar rand is 16.66. The British pound against the rand is 20.93. The euro rand is 19.01. So that's a rand that is weaker between a quarter and almost a half a percent across the board. The euro dollar is 114.10. So that's a slightly stronger US dollar, slightly weaker euro. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was up 0.85%. The S&P was up 0.9%. The Nasdaq was up 0.6%. That's all changed this morning, though. In the Far East this morning, Tokyo down three quarters. Shanghai getting walloped down 4.5%. Uh, this, this smacks of, of pure gambling and speculation. Um, one day it's up 6%, the next day down 4.5%. Uh, the Hang Seng in Hong Kong down 2.1%. And in Australia, the All Share down 0.6%. The gold price holding on. It's consolidating. It's doing something. Is it building a top or is it building a, a new base for an assault on the all-time record high of 1918? Um, not 1918, the, the year, the, mm-hmm. the actual price, $1,918 an ounce. But anyway, at the moment, it's $1,807 an ounce, down three. The platinum price is down five to 828. Where's palladium, please, Skulk? Yeah, Palladium's also down, you know, about 30 basis points currently trading at uh, $1,075. And the oil price is as follows. Uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude is down 0.8% or 32 cents a barrel to 4088. And Brent Crude 
is $43.59, which is down half a percent. So we've got this new, we've got this new range in oil, I think, and I reckon mm. it's 35 to 45. Simple as, as that. And maybe some of the OPEC members and maybe other producers can say, well, we can handle that for now. But it's, it's not sustainable in the long term because there's going to be a lot of companies that don't go out of business but certainly won't make very much money at these sort of prices. $40 a barrel, $45 a barrel, it's just not enough. No, it's not enough. Uh, when we look at you know the U.S. refineries, and that's 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 the one area which I looked at you know a few months ago. I think there's only six refineries in in, in the U.S. that that makes money, run about the thirty five dollars uh, per barrel. Um, so, so very little refineries will, will make you know still make money or you know profits at the at the current is called forty to forty five dollars. So, so we, we'll gradually see that. Uh, move upwards as we move out of um, out of let's call it global lockdown. But for now, now while you know while we're still sitting in lockdown, you know people are still not moving about. I mean, just look at the the, the, the air traffic as it currently stands. I mean, mm. we're not there yet, but I mean, uh, yes, they they are now saying you know like i've mentioned earlier you know opec already said well let's, let's just open the tap a little bit more just a, just a little bit because they did did close the taps you know you know quite quite hefty you know two two three months ago now they're starting to slowly open that then they they, they got to know that they, they, they start seeing the demand so let's see let's see i, I totally agree with your 35 to 45 dollars I, I totally agree i think that's 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 safe to say that's the band that we it needs to stabilize there and production mm-hmm. and supply and demand needs to equalize at those sort of levels i mean these ridiculous levels of 60 70 80 dollars a barrel and then down to at one stage i think wti was down at 12 13 dollars a barrel a while ago. but so mm-hmm. it's good that it stabilizes because at least people uh, both the suppliers and the consumers can say to themselves, okay, we can factor in 35 to 45. Let it just be quiet. That's what I think it is. Okay, let's have a look at the... Um Oh, there was an Anglo-American and Anglo-American platinum trading mm. update today. And Plat's, uh, platinum output fell 41% in the second quarter. We know why that was. Uh, that was because of the uh, production pr- problems there. And Anglo-American sticks, it says here, uh, to its 2020 output targets despite second quarter COVID-19 hit. Uh, so Anglo, yeah, seems to be quite solid. Do you like Anglo? Do you like the Anglo stable? Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. I, I love do it. Remember, it, it, it's 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 done extremely well. I mean, I, I think yes, it's down this morning. We're looking at a share price that's down two point eight five. You know, following the, 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 the this this trading update, mm. um, they focused on the different different commodities, basically stating that you know diamonds, as expected, there was a huge decrease uh, in terms of uh, production there. Um, but but some of the production were looking good. You're going to look at copper. Copper you know, increase. You know, Quite strongly, you know, again, your your Kumba side or it's called the iron ore side that was still still under pressure. So it was sort of a mixed bag, um, but it's still a wonderful, wonderful mining company, well diversified, and and you know for for anybody that wants to to buy, I mean, it it, it doesn't have the gold exposure anymore, but but bar gold, it's still a still a well diversified mining company, and I think very very solid price still when you look at it on, on a forward PE basis. On the JSE today, according to my 15-minute delayed 
screen, Hammerson is up 8.4%, the property company. Royal Baffer King, it's been all over the place, this one, up 5.1% today. Uh, Telcom up 4.1%. Sassel is a near 3% winner, and Harmony is up just over 2% on the downside. Compagnie Financière Richemont is down 4.8%. Barlow World down 4.5%. Sappy down 4.1%. Impala Platinum down nearly 4%. And Truwas down 3.5% after a good day yesterday. Anything else you're seeing there, Skulk? Yeah, property stocks. Uh, I mean, you, you touched on gold. And actually, gold gold this morning, you know, with, with the, the, the it's called uncomfortable figures coming out of, out of, out of China and the murmurs of... of um, it's got a Chinese-U.S. Uh, trade possible trade wars clearing up again. That that's that's helping gold up, and the gold feels also up two percent this morning. But one thing that's actually standing out when we're looking at a at a, a market that's pretty red this morning. Yeah, but your your property stocks, SA property stocks, is uh, is is in the green. It's positive. Ah, you, know? uh, you like those. Uh, they, you like those, don't you? You you, you yeah, like the property I stocks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I, you're I talking like, your I book. You love that. Mm. I'm, I'm just telling you, I, yeah, let's put it on the table. You know, I've, I've got some exposure in my portfolios to property. Very, very, very small. Mm. Very, very small. Um, but uh, and, and you need to be very careful with these companies because a lot of these property companies, I think, is, is going to still experience a lot of pressure. And, and you know, don't be surprised if you see quite a few, you know, even well-known names that, that, that might not even make it. But, but I think, you know, we we slowly but surely, you know, understanding that there is a there's sort of a light in the end of the tunnel. Um, these 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 prices are extremely distressed. You know, a lot of these property companies are priced priced for bankruptcy, and um, yeah, I think uh, it's just uh, when people are are looking for yields, um, it's just maybe just popping up a little bit here, here and there. I like Growth Point. I think Growth Point is still still one of my favorite <clears throat> favorite property stocks. You know, within South Africa, strongish uh, balance sheet and. Um, yeah, I think when 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 the dust settles, you know, even if it's two three years from now, I, I think uh, people will will, will find uh, this to be still one of the the better companies out there. Yes, and of course it has done such a good job with the V&A waterfront in Cape Town, mm. which is one of the reasons I like it because I can understand it. I walk there and I see them re- revamping this and tweaking that and everything. Yeah, Growth Point is very good indeed. Okay, give us the indices as they stand after exactly one hour of trading on the JSE, please. So as we currently stand, the JSE is trading at 54,000, well, literally just, just shy of 55,000 points. It's uh, down 1.7%. Resource index is down 1.2%. The industrial index is down a whopping, and that is mainly due to, to process NASPAS that is taking a mighty club. Yes. Uh, that is uh, the, the industrial index is down 3% today. And, uh, yeah, the, the financial index also, while we were, we were t- you know, saying that, it's, uh, that the property index is the only index that is, that is positive, literally just went into the green. It's now 10 basis points stronger. And that, 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 um, uh, the property index, as I did it earlier, that is up 40 basis points. And I think that the main reason why financials are looking a little bit stronger, remember, um, for the first time, uh, you know, in I think uh, in a month, a little bit more than a month, uh, the, 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 uh, the rand to the dollar uh, touched went and touched on that 1650 levels. The previous time we saw that was uh, 10th of June. Um, so if we can see, you know, a breakthrough, this let's call it 1650 levels, um, I, I, you know, technically it does seem um, 
quite an interesting story because uh, we're looking at the the 200 day uh, moving average, which is around about this the 1625 rand level. Mm-hmm. So if we break these, let's call it 1650 levels, and also that that 1625, uh, it'd be interesting to see you know, where where the where the rand could could actually go. But let's see. We we we're already talking about a possible rate cut. You know, next week we'll uh, I think we'll touch on it on Wednesday. You know, what's the the, the, the possibility or we'll the forecast on, on an actual rate cut? But for now, yeah, while the rant is going stronger, it's definitely helping financials this morning and also the property stocks. Scott, thanks so much for your analysis this morning. That's Scott Glow, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.